by for Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors with your host, Drew Kirby. Hey, this is Luke Holmes. I am Morgan Wallen. I'm Riley Green. I'm Travis Denning. Hey, I'm Aaron Lewis. Hey, it's Luke Bryan. I'm Tim McGraw. What's up? This is Ian Munsick. Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. Welcome in to Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. Again, we have been having some technical issues, so if you have missed any of the shows, we have the majority of 2023 online and on demand 24-7. And Janet, you know how when the internet is supposed to work on things and uh, things are supposed to be perfect, but sometimes they're, they're just not. I love your your introduction of technical issues because my face just lit up because I was like, oh, somebody else gets to deal with this too. It is such a reality in today's world. And and here at Game and Fish, we have been um, kind of struggling through some some new things, but to create a super fantastic product in the end. And so we're getting ready to launch, hopefully sometime in the month of February, a brand new website for the Wyoming Game and Fish Department. Which is going to be great. The one that is there now is is accessible and, and it works when it needs to work. And, you know, we need to chat real quick. It's time where people can start uh, applying for their licenses. And there are some big game licenses that will be closing soon and some that are opening soon that you need to get to the website so that you can, uh, you know, function your way through it. That's right. And nobody needs to panic because everything will be okay. Um, The apply or buy button on both websites, the old website and the new website, will take you to what is called our electronic licensing system. And our ELS, as we like to nickname it, has not changed. Nothing on there is different. You still have your same passwords. You still have your same logins. Um, Everything is going to be the same and look exactly the same because we didn't change a thing on that. So it still works in fantastic fashion. And so rest assured, you're not going to have to learn something new or figure out something new on that end, but you will have to make sure to that you can navigate, um, you know, the old website. And then here in February, if we switch over to the new website, just to make sure you can go to that apply or buy, because, you know, a lot of our applications are um, open and we want to make sure that people have the opportunity to get in and apply. And what you need to do is just go in to that apply or buy and it has a list of all of the deadlines. You know, um, May 31st is a big one for um, a lot of our deer, antelope and resident elk. Non-resident elk has already passed. Um, You know, you want to be thinking about uh, bighorn sheep, moose, mountain goats coming up here in April. Um, Some of them will be opening in March and closing in April. Fall turkey opens in April. You know, I can just rattle these off and it's very confusing. So what I do is suggest that you just go to the Wyoming Game and Fish Department's webpage, which is the same as it was for a little bit longer. And then once you see something that looks new, all of the information is still there. It just has a new look. So really, it's going to be a positive. You know, you get a new website. You've heard over the last few years, hey, I don't like this, or this could be better, or can you change this? And, you know, you you take that all into consideration, and then, you know, you build something that is usable and user-friendly. And and that really is the main goal behind a new website, which is going to be great because there has been a little bit of complaint over the last couple of years People not being able to find information, and I'm sure the the folks in the office will be glad for this new website because people will come 
to see them because they can't find the info online. Absolutely. And one of the things um, here, Drew, and I just want to remind folks, like I am not an IT specialist, so please forgive me as I screw up all this information technology terminology. But our old website had a search function that was defunct. So for many, many years, you could type in stuff into that. Oh, I want to learn about um, non-resident antelope hunting. And you might have some challenges with those results that came back from the search bar. And so one of the big positives is just going to be fantastic on this new website. That search bar is actually going to work this time and hopefully be able to stay up to date. And so we're really excited about, you know, just those little things like that will pop up, you know, the whole web page that's about, let's say you're looking for information on feed grounds or chronic wasting disease. So it will hopefully be um, better and and, and, you know, there was a lot of folks that put a lot of time and thought into um, not how Wyoming Game and Fish people might design a website um, in their heads, because we know, of course, all of our divisions, how we're all broken out by org charts. And that's kind of how we think. And that's kind of how we designed our website previously. But now we're kind of hoping that through some, some new thought processes, that it's maybe more logical for people to find information about wildlife under Wyoming's wildlife. I know that that, that seems, seems, pretty, seems weird, but logical there, but we're just now getting there. But it really is um, hopefully going to be something new and great for the public. Now, Janet, you were showing me some of the new website and some of the, the, the buttons and the, I guess the, um, the categories and, and levels that it they run under and kind of give us a, a breakdown of where some of the, the bigger changes are going to be that people are going to be like, yes, thank you. This is what I need. <laughs> you think I know those off of the top of my head? <laughs> I really don't, Drew. And at this time, um, you know, we're all just kind of playing around with it, trying to get our... Um, our fingers wrapped around it too. And I want the public to go and explore. And if there are changes and challenges that they do have in finding the information, let us know. This is an exciting time for us to change it and to make it the best for, you know, not not only our Wyoming residents who get to use it, but for everybody who goes to our website to find that information. And, and um, it's amazing the number of people that, you know, surf the web and do it. But I'm really excited just at the ability to shrink a lot of the information down you know you now have it kind of like in this accordion information and people can click on it only if they want to read it maybe they don't have to read a section about if they don't care about something um so it you know the I hope that that it makes it more of a condensed website with all the same fantastic information one of the things that I did like that you were showing me is you can still break down the regions because, you know, someone that is in the Casper region may not even care about anything that goes on outside, but there'll be more focused things about the Casper region or each region, actually. You know, I think that that's a, a really great thing that you point out. And, um, you know, we do post a lot of our news and information on those regional web 
web pages um, so that people can get that. So for example, in Casper, if we're going to be doing, um, working with the Bureau of Reclamation to do a flushing flow on the North Platte River, that information would be posted on there with those dates. And so quick and easy things to look up there is, is pretty fantastic. And as always a nice, a nice thing to, to be able to access as well as the times, dates, locations of season setting meetings, which will be across the state. So, you know, you can always see where you want to, to be locally and, and that's a, a great um, part. The other thing is, is it has everybody's contact information on it for those regional offices. And so if you can't find something or you just don't know what you're looking for, as always, we just encourage people to either call or come in, give me a ring directly if you need to, and we'll help you find the information you need. Um, chances are good, I'm not that person, but I, I do know who will be. So we can certainly send you in a, a different way. We're talking with Janet from Game & Fish, of course. New website coming to wgfd.wild.gov. If you go there now, you're going to see the older website, but it will change, and it'll change on a dime because you guys are getting to the point now where you're making the final adjustments and, and corrections throughout the entire site. And one of the things I, you know, you were talking about is the contact information. And I know on the current one, it's a little bit, I guess, disorientating because you go and you try to get to certain areas and it doesn't come up. And I've gone and tried to search certain members of Game and Fish, whether it's, you know, Brian Olson to get his number or whatever. And, so now you go to that search bar that you were talking, and it was really confusing. So uh, contact information will be so much easier when that search uh, function is is better. That's right. And, you know, to be honest, I'm not sure if everybody's individual phone numbers will be listed. But the key here is call the Game and Fish office. Call our main numbers, and they'll give you that direct contact, whether it's through email or through a phone number. Um, but as always, I just want to remind people that the majority of our positions do work out in the field for long extended periods of time. And oftentimes we don't get back to our phone for a week or two. And so keeping that in mind, sometimes, you know, it is more um, beneficial to people to call the regional office and talk to the, the office managers up front to answer the phones and know probably a ton more information than the rest of us anyway. Yeah, so you can always uh, follow along wgfd.wild.gov. The new website is coming soon. And, uh, you know, one thing that people need to be aware of is the education. If they have a, a kid that's going to be in uh, hunting this year and they need to get them in an education course, you know, that information will be up and prominent in the new website, too. Absolutely. You know, you'll just want to click on the education and camps and the hunter education information will come up. And so, you know, if you need to get that um, information for, you know, scheduling out, we put that on um, usually 30 to 90 days in advance. And so, you know, we just really want to make sure that, that people can find that information that they need. And if you can't, once again, just holler. And Drew, I really do want to encourage people to give us a little bit of leeway as this um, website is rolled out. We're finding lots of kinks as, you know, everybody always does when something new is developed. And so we're just trying to work through those. So if people find something or are missing something, let us know so we can get it fixed and get it on there for you. Yeah, any help is welcome. And make sure you get over and check it out because we are, like we mentioned, 
into the application season. So licensing will end for some a big game and begin for big game, and you have until the end of May to really get your elk in, and you just got to be sure that you have all that information that's correct, and you can get it on the website, and it'll be great when the new website gets up. Absolutely. And just, um, again, not an IT specialist here, but we've kind of developed a mirror website. So it's out there living in La La Land and it will go active all at once. And so people won't even know the difference, right? It's not going to be like, oh, this page is different than that page or half of a page is updated and half isn't. It will just be one all at the same time. So if you visit our website often, you'll notice a new look and uh, hopefully new information. All right. Make sure to go check it out. Again, uh, put it in your browser now, wgfd.wild.gov. You can bookmark it and save it and keep an eye on it. Look for that new website coming with Wyoming Game and Fish Department. All right, Janet, let's keep everyone up to date over the next couple of weeks. Thanks, Drew. Appreciate it. And again, don't hesitate to call. It's Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. And welcome back to Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. It's Drew along with Brian Woodward from Rocky Mountain Discount Sports. And uh, Brian, you just got back from uh, another show and uh, things are looking pretty darn good for the next year or so. Yeah, we've uh, got lots of freight rolling in the door. All that uh, new spring fishing stuff is already uh, hitting the floor. And uh, yeah, just got back from uh, looking at all of our fall hunting buying. So uh, there's some exciting stuff coming, and uh, going to be a lot of a lot of good products to this, to have on the shelves for this fall. I kind of wonder if some people think that you go out and buy that stuff like right before it goes on the shelves, but like you're planning this by the time hunting season begins one year, you're already working on the next year. Yeah, we're six to nine months out on pretty much any season. So uh, on these trade shows that we go to. The one we have in the fall uh, that we go into like September is for product that we're receiving, you know, now through March or April. And then the show I just got back to, uh, we'll have some uh, products that were just kind of for ASAP filling the holes right now from our, you know, our Christmas holiday season. But majority of what we're buying is going to be like elk calls and game bags and things that people really don't need or even think about until they get closer to the hunting season. You know, uh, the Duck Commander whole idea of the way that they kind of redesigned the way the duck call comes out. And are they really changing the way that the technology is part of the calls these days? You know, even like elk calls or or bugles? You know, I don't know. It's um, there's there's always something new and improved. Right. And, you know, the guys that uh, use like Rocky Mountain uh, elk calls or even Primos, you know, there's there's new different designs of mouth calls. There's new bugles that are out there. Uh, someone's always trying to uh, improve the hoochie mama, you know, <laughs> that, that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, it's just, um, you know, some things just kind of phase work themselves out of the equation. But in terms of technology, I'm not sure how much more technology they can put into a mouth call, but yeah. I'm sure there's a little bit. And I'm, I'm sure that with whatever materials they're using, they're making them lighter, they're making them easier, easier to use. So, you know, definitely being able to see what is coming on the shelves is always a pretty good idea. Yeah, and we've seen a lot of the technology, like especially in rifles where, you know, the carbon fiber barrels are, you know, light, lighter weight, new stock designs, um, that that type of stuff that just is, makes it easier for the, the back country hunter, you know. Uh, and carbon fiber barrels have really come a long ways over the years, you know. 10 years ago, 
people were complaining about barrels being uh, blown out after three, four, five hundred shots. Uh, we're not hearing those problems now. So the technology has definitely improved some of those uh, those those types of uh, barrels and equipment. Um, and there's going to be more to come. And one of the great things about Rocky Mountain Discount Sports is you're not a huge conglomeration or a corporation you guys keep it as local to wyoming as possible so you know exactly what the hunters here in our area or even over in you know riverton or up in gillette need yeah and we're we're always looking for u.s made product first you know we like to make sure that uh, we support the u.s economy more than we do china but um we're always looking for the things that are going to be pertinent to our region right and so uh, again, we've talked about it in the past. You know, we, we do have customers that come through here and they're heading up to Montana to go do some sturgeon or paddlefish. Um, and we might carry one rod or one reel right. that would be sufficient for that. But we're primarily going to be focused around those guys that are trout fishing and walleye fishing. And, and uh, you're not going to find a real large selection of uh, bass fishing and stuff in our stores just because we don't have a lot of bass fishing in our, in our area. So when you look at like the bait situation at this time of year where, you know, maybe the fishing is slowing up a little bit because the ice is breaking off and we'll talk about that in in a little more. But, you know, you guys still always have the the proper amount of of bait. Yeah, it's just amazing how many people come in and buy minnows. You know, I mean, we um, obviously uh, the the hog derby, unfortunately, last week got canceled. But, uh, you know, there was a lot of guys on the on the ice regardless. And uh, a lot of guys now are we've had such nice weather people are hitting the, the rivers and the, and the creeks and streams and uh you know i think regardless of what kind of fishing you like to do i think it can be had just about anywhere now i know uh last year was it last year i think it was last year when uh, pit boss and some of the the smoker lines mm-hmm. have come out with new designs you guys gonna see anything different there this year you know, we've got we've got some uh, new Coleman products like those tailgaters, weekenders, that kind of stuff. Um, that stuff will be hitting the stores here in April or May. Um, you know, really before the camping season kind of kicks off. Um, there's a uh, you know every category has a little bit of something new. Um, a lot of them just kind of redesigning colors and that type of stuff. But yeah, be expecting to see some some new products hitting the shelves here in the next couple months. So the weather has been nice enough that I've seen a lot of people that have been just out enjoying it. I mean, we've been hitting 60 on some days. Mm-hmm. And if you go up on the mountain, you're looking at maybe 50 or 40 or you know in the upper sure. 30s. Perfect for getting out and snowshoeing because there's nothing worse than going up there when it's freezing. Yeah, no, we've had we've seen a lot of people doing those those winter sports still, um, and a lot of people that are going out and just you know shooting shotguns or going up to sporting clays or even just going to the gun range and you know just plinking around shooting their guns. We've got a lot of 4-H programs that are kind of kicking off, so we've seen uh, we've sold a lot of bows recently to kids that are starting 4-H programs. Uh, 22s for the kids that are doing those those shooting sports. So yeah, there's a little bit of everything going on in this in this town right now. One of the cool parts about the weather being as nice is you can take advantage of things that you normally wouldn't be able to with it being too cold. You know, and take the kids out, but mm-hmm. maybe it's a, a good time to come in and look at a 22 or uh, you know a small shotgun to, to get them to get them going. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it, the, the, the stage is wide open for that stuff. And, you know, we sell a lot of clay targets this time of year, a lot of shotgun, like, uh, trap-loading sh- uh, shells, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, um, get the kids outside, you know, get yourself outside, you know. Don't be sitting in the house all day and get out and en- enjoy what Mother Nature's given us. Yeah, get in here and check them out, Rocky Mountain Discount Sports. You can go to RockyMountainSports.com and start your shopping experience on the uh, new uh, website. You can even do the, the shopping there. So I know that there are a lot of people that have kind of been pre-shopping and then come in and, and uh, see what's in the store. Yeah, the the website, again, you know, is a good a good resource for a lot of our shooting sports, but it uh, doesn't even touch uh, what we have for camping and fishing supplies. So come on by. Uh, give us a call if you are shopping from home and need uh, us to run something down and uh, make sure we have it in stock. But feel free to give us a call ahead of time, and uh, we will definitely take care of your needs. Awesome. Check it out here, Rocky Mountain Discount Sports. We're back talking the interesting ice fishing season in just a few minutes. Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors. And we're back. It's Brian and Drew. Of course, Rocky Mountain Discount Sports, your one-stop shop for anything outdoors. And this is something we haven't haven't mentioned this for a long time, but I did see some families out in the parking lot that didn't seem like they were in the right place because they thought it was uh, you know an outdoor ball sport type of place. But I remember we uh, we have to remind people that once in a while if they're passing through. Yeah, if you're looking for soccer balls, baseballs, batting gloves, uh, golf clubs, this is not the place. But if you're looking to get uh, outside and enjoy Mother Nature's finest with a fishing pole or a shotgun, uh, this is where you want to start. So when you do come in to look at the fishing gear, you probably want to know where to go fishing because it's a little bit different. This year is uh, ice was on late in some places and it's off already in some places. Yeah, it was a very short-lived ice fishing season this year. Uh, Ice came on late. You know, I think we had ice on Glendo finally capped over around December 29th. Mm -hmm. And uh, sounds like it's already starting to open up in some areas. The ice is definitely... Uh, questionable as it usually is at Glendo where the edges are getting pretty uh, soft and planks are needed to get uh, on and off the ice. Um, I've also heard uh, at Pathfinder there's some good ice in some areas. Uh, Sweetwater Arm uh, had probably the best ice throughout the season uh, but I did talk to a guy that uh, put his leg through the ice about you know 20, 30 yards offshore. So um, this is definitely that time of year where a guy or gal needs to be extremely cautious on where they're at and what they're doing on the ice. So obviously, you know, going with a friend or making sure you have all the equipment that you need is one thing. But when you're checking that ice, you need to check it before you get on the ice or right. before that happens. Yeah, and, and be, you know, cautious because what happens at, you know, 8 o'clock in the morning is probably not going to be the same as what you're going to experience at 1 o'clock in the afternoon after we're having these 50 and 60 degree days. Yeah, and, and obviously... Are the fish confused at this point? Because normally it would be, you know, iced up and really, really cold and whatnot. Maybe that's why they're so hard to figure out because they're confused, so you can't pattern them because they're. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and I've heard that some of the fishing has been really, really slow on on these. You know, you know, ice ice fishing in this uh, area sometimes can be a challenge. I mean. Obviously, when you're in a boat or even fishing from shore, you can move up and down the shoreline. You can, you know, move to different parts of the lake pretty easy. Uh, once you're ice fishing, you know, it's a lot of work sometimes. You know, you're drilling holes, setting up sh- shacks, and uh, to to be mobile and to relocate fish, um, 
is a little more more work on the ice sometimes. So uh, definitely, when people say they're struggling, is you know a lot of times because they've drilled their their few holes and they just didn't move from those holes. Right. Well, and and that is true. I I've seen some of the setups that these guys have. I mean, they're staying out there for two or three days and right. basically camping there and setting up shops. Everything so. but the kitchen sink and the TV. Right. Some yeah, have a well, TV. Some of them, yeah, do. <laughs> I mean, you can get a little generator and run a lot, a lot yeah. of things. You know. Right. But uh, you know, one of the the things I think that people may forget or may not think about is if you get that itch to fish i mean we still have options that maybe aren't really ice related yeah you know uh the the rivers right now in north platte i mean it's pretty well opened up in just about all through town now and uh you know the the trout fishing throughout here is phenomenal Mm -hmm. um you'll even find a few walleyes here and there you know they put sauger uh, into the river system below the power plant in Glenrock. So if you have some access to the river down through those areas, you might be able to catch a sauger or even a walleye uh, or a trout when you're uh, when you're fishing those stretches. So uh, there's definitely plenty of areas to get out and explore. Um, the Miracle Miles, you know, is always a good option for guys. And um, yeah, just get out there and have some fun. Now, with it being February, you know, we're still in February, which is we still have a whole month and a couple of weeks until it's spring, right. technically. Are they doing like guided tours at this point on the river or does that kind of slow down a little bit? You know, I think I think they are offering trips. You know, the those uh, trout guides are going to start getting busy here in April, you know, for sure. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, it's not so much the accessibility of, of the river, but it's, you know, whether a person can withstand the cold, you know. And so if you've got some good weather days ahead of you, I'm sure, you know, the Ugly Bug or the North Platte Fly uh, Shop would um, be more than happy to book a trip for you. They're, they have guys available. I know that. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's uh, definitely some good options. And uh, if you got a, if you got a day to spend on the water and, and the weather's going to be good, I mean, why not? Yeah, I mean – if you're planning on ice fishing, why not do some sort of fishing? But if you're not planning on doing any fishing at all because you're a little worried you don't want to get out on the, the reservoirs, uh, now would be a good time to maybe start looking at your boat. And, you know, we talk about being prepared, but, you know, you go through a full summer of fishing, you go through a lot of stuff. Yeah, now's the time to probably make sure that those batteries stayed charged over the over the winter months and uh, maybe organize a little bit of tackle, re-spool some lines, you know, bring the re- bring the the reels in here we'll we'll spool them up for you um i, I do know that uh, alcova uh the main lake is open there's got guys that have had boats out there in the last couple weeks um i'm guessing they're chasing trout but i'm sure just about whatever you throw yeah. at them will will bite so um anyways yeah there's you know there's a good time to just start like you said getting prepped and ready for uh for that season if you have an outboard you know and you're normally a walleye guy you know the nice part about that is is you can get those boats drained out pretty easily so you don't have to worry about the freeze that's probably going to be happening here in the next yeah, right. couple months <laughs> we, we don't want to get too confident right, that right. it's you know that spring is here because again it is february so uh but maybe you're you know fishing's like okay i'm, I'm waiting and i know you've been doing some last minute uh goose hunting and we only have about a week left of of the season around here yep uh but there are other areas of the state where it closes a little bit later on i think right yeah i'm not really sure uh what the dates are i know they're um eastern part of uh wyoming typically has uh, some snow geese that comes through there and there is a a light geese or snow goose season that extends on but uh yeah the canadian uh, black geese uh, that all stops here around the, i think it's on the 18th 
Okay, so we're getting getting close to that, and then obviously you're uh, still opportunity to go out and do some pheasant hunting, and you know Bob's yeah, think, got some. Birds. Yeah, I think Bob's got the bird farm open till the end of March, so still going to be plenty of time to go run the dogs and you know enjoy the nice weather in that in that aspect. Yeah. So, and obviously when you're heading out to do any, any of those, you can come in here and get all your equipment at Rocky Mountain Discount Sports. It's Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors. Welcome back to the show. It's Drew along with Jamie Morales of the Wyoming chapter of the Dallas Safari Club. And Jamie, the big event is almost here. It is. It's coming up next weekend, Friday and Saturday at the M. Are you uh, excited? You, you prepared? You ready? We're getting there. Yeah, it's always the last minute details, you know, scurrying around town and making sure we have everything put together. It's always a half, like, you know, a little bit crazy, but we're, we're almost there. Yeah. It'll be here before you know it. And then you'd be like, man, that was a whirlwind kind of a deal. It, it's over already. <laughs> That's absolutely how it feels. That's how it felt last year. And I know it's going to feel the same this year as well. Well, the best part is though, like it doesn't stop after that is over. I mean, you guys are busy all year, year long. Absolutely. Yep. We're constantly working with outfitters and, you know, people who we're, we're trying to work on projects with. And, um, yeah, it's all year round. It's not, not just a, a one month type deal. Let's give kind of a, a background of the Dallas Safari Club and the Wyoming chapter. I mean, it's fairly new, right? Yeah. So it started in 2019. And so I actually wasn't with the club in 2019. Um, there was a, a, a group of men here in town who had started the club and only which of one of those guys is still uh, on the board as we speak now. And so um, kind of started a little bit small. They had a really great inaugural banquet uh, the, the first year that, that they started. Um, and then COVID hit and it was kind of tough of, of our board members kind of just kind of took to the side or, um, you know, they, they did, decided to resign and we had some people move and so I was just kind of the only one left with one of the other board members. And then we have some new board members, like we have Patrick Ginder, um, we have Emmer Huber, you know, Tim Evans, Lindsey Stilwell, Jeff Smith, and we're looking to add a couple new people on board. And since then we've been kind of growing. So I kind of feel like our, our last year, last year's banquet was, was our first year. Yep. So. So it really is, is one of those things that it, developed and started to develop and then got the legs cut out from under it. And then yep. kind of development start is, is again coming. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. And we're like, we have, we have a couple new board members that are looking to join now and like, we're excited to, you know, keep growing and, you know, raising money for conservation education and, and to advocate for hunters right, right here in Wyoming. And that's one of the things about Dallas Safari Club, even though the name is Dallas and a safari like that is all focused here on, on Wyoming. Absolutely. So our boards kind of has taken a pledge to, you know, spend the money that we raise to right, to be right here in Wyoming. So I kind of like to say that 95% of the funds that we raise, we go to projects of our choosing. So 15% of like our largest fundraiser, which will be our gala um, goes to the DSC foundation, but with what's awesome about the foundation is we get to choose as a board, you know, there are several different options where we can decide to use that 15% um, that goes towards the DSC foundation. So last year we, um, we did close to $10,000 to the wild harvest initiative. 
which is really awesome. Everybody should um, look look that up. And then we also did close to $10,000 to the Scholastic Sporting um, Shooting. I can't think of it. Scholastic Sport, uh, you know, Shooting Club for Youth. So um, that was another way that we spent our money. Um, but the rest of it all stayed right here in Wyoming. So really, it, it's going for educational purposes, even outside of Wyoming, but it's going for the ones that you guys feel yeah. it needs to go to. Correct. Correct. Yep. When, exactly right. when people are coming out and supporting the Dallas Safari Club, are you they able to become members right away or can they get involved? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, becoming a member of the club is free. And it's really easy. You just get onto our website and you just sign up to receive emails. And we have member meetups. You know, occasionally we like to do get togethers. We've done some stuff at Wyoming Gun Company. Um, so, yeah, being, being a member is cool because you get to stay updated on what we're doing and where we're putting our money. And uh, like I said, we like to meet up and we like to, I guess, have some fun with our members every once in a while. So it's right. great. And celebrate conservation in the outdoors. Absolutely. And yeah. education is a big part of what you guys do because you know just as well as I know that making sure that people understand the way to properly, you know, deal with the outdoors or work in the outdoors or be in the outdoors is, is so important, especially for safety and, and concern for families. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of the one of the things that we did this year, you know, because education is obviously important, but, you know, hunting heritage is also, you know, important, just as important. They're right there on the list. We bought 10 of those lifetime license um, to give out to youth this past year. And then we're actually going to be doing a raffle with a with a golden boy. And then we're going to be doing um, giving away one of those uh, lifetime conservation and uh, fishing license to to one lucky youth member on Saturday. Wow, that could really impact the the that that youth or any youth that gets in, involved with that for a long, long time. That's for sure. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, keep keep them here in Wyoming. Um, get them outside. You know, keep them fishing, hunting, all the all the things, all the things that we want to we want to keep going. So last week on the show, we talked to Dan Adler, who is going to be the the keynote special speaker, who is. Uh, well-known in the outdoor industry and and what we talked last week he's a busy guy he was actually in nashville at the point that we talked and he had just come back from mexico on a, a, a hunt and he does some guiding and tv work i mean this guy is very knowledgeable in the outdoors yeah he's he's such an awesome dude uh we actually got to meet him while while we were in dallas and you hit the nail on the head he's definitely like a busy guy but um, I'm excited to see what what he brings. It's going to be, you know, like kind of a surprise. But I think that he's he has he's a wealth of knowledge, and I'm excited him for I'm excited for him to meet our community and for our community to get to shake hands with with Dan and see what he's done with his life. And like I said, he's a wealth of knowledge with 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 conservation and, and animals and and all the things. So he's he's going to be great to have. And he's definitely excited about coming here to, to Casper and, and being in Wyoming. Being an outdoor guy, you you have to be excited. Oh, absolutely. And another th cool thing that Dan is doing for us, we are actually going to be auctioning off on Saturday, uh, like a coos deer hunt. We're doing a, a mountain lion hunt, and he's actually a, a pilot. And so we're also auctioning off a, a trip through the Grand Canyon, like a scenic trip for for two to three people through the Grand Canyon with him and his wife. So he's 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 cool. He's, yeah. he's got some trips up on the live auction and um, I'm sure they're going to sell well. 
Very cool. And, and speaking of the auction, well, let's talk about the entire weekend because it just doesn't start with the auction. Matter of fact, you guys have your auction items up now that people can go and check out at your, your website, which is uh, WYODSC.org. But then there's a lot of other things going on. Yes. Yeah, so on Friday, Friday's our casino night. So we are, we had so much fun last year. We set up two blackjack tables. Um, this year, we're setting up three blackjack tables, a three card poker table, and a craps table. So uh, what's awesome is, you know, you're basically purchasing chips. And then you're trying to win more chips to be able to, you know, get raffle tickets to increase your odds and winning some super awesome prizes that we have. We have um, fishing and hunting trips to Argentina as a raffle. We have a trip to Nashville. We have a Springbuck Slam in South Africa that we're raffling off. And not only that, we have some really awesome firearms. We have and, and just prizes like in general. Um Occasions by Corey is going to be there. And so he's going to do some different plated appetizers on Friday. So it's $15 to get in the door. But if if somebody had already purchased a sponsor table, they, you know, get waived that fee. But if you just want to come check it out and see what we're doing. Um, also, it's Valentine's weekend, you know, like bring bring your lady out. We have a furrier there. So from Rocky Mountain Fur. So let her come try on some fur coats. We have some beautiful jewelry that they can check out. Um, and overall, it's just going to be a good time. Uh, raising money for for conservation. So that's Friday. Doors open at five o'clock. Like I said, it's at the end. And then Saturday is our big, our big gala night. So um, we are still, we still have some seats open available for that. And we're actually looking for what's called like a table leader. So if you get a, a table of eight people together, then we're going to give you hundred dollars worth of raffle tickets just for getting your group of, you know, fellow hunters and conservationists together to come have a good time. And like I said, it's like not even all, all about the hunting, you know, like conservation is a huge piece for us. Um, you know, habitat control. And I feel like that's important to everybody here in Wyoming, but yeah, the, that night kicks off at five 30. Um, and then, like you said, we're, we're showcasing and we're doing our live auction. That's going to start exactly at seven 30 and occasions by Corey's doing a, a plated dinner for us with filet and some really beautiful desserts. And overall, it's just going to be a good time. What a night, what a weekend for uh, the Dallas Fire club here in, in Wyoming, go over, check them out. Uh, you can follow them on all the social media, but you can get to that WYODSC.org. And, Jamie, it's going to be a good time. Uh, I think everybody that I've talked to is so excited about it because this is kind of banquet season, but this is one that's uh, it's a double-decker. You get both nights and, and opportunities. Absolutely. And we would love to fill some more seats. So if it's something that you're interested in, check out that website. The tickets are sale online. Very good. Jamie Morales with uh, Wyoming branch or division or chapter of the Dallas Safari Club. Again, WYODSC.org. Thank you, Jamie. Yep, thank you. Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors with Drew Kirby. If you have a question, want to make a comment, or have an idea for a show topic, message us on the My Country mobile app. Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors.